0: Welcome back to the Royal Priesthood. This episode's topic is on sharing your faith. Now, if you're like me, you already know that the struggle is real sometimes in sharing your faith. Of course, you know, we want to take a stand for Christ. You know, we love Him and we believe in Him ourselves, of course. But to actually go to someone else and Share the gospel or, you know, tell someone else about God, whether that be a coworker, a complete stranger, a family member. You know, sometimes the struggle is real. It's a challenge. But definitely God definitely calls us to do that, to be a, a shining light, a bright light, not a dull light, but a very bright one. Amen. In this world that we live in, and to be an example and to take a stand for Christ. So we're going to be talking about that today. Um, Have a little icebreaker challenge uh, for you. You could do it today. You could do it sometime this week. Uh, But definitely want you to find someone that you, it could be a coworker, it could be a stranger, someone that you rarely interact with, someone that you don't know very well. You may know them in passing or as an associate, but not as like a, a really close friend. So find someone that fits that category. And just, just just start a dialogue with them, either today or sometime this week. Not um, to be long, you know, it could be, you know, a two-minute conversation, kind of like an elevator, elevator time frame. Uh, you ride up the elevator, 10 floors, and you have, you know, a minute or two to speak with someone. And I want you to try to discover at least three facts about that person that you didn't already know about them. And of course, that'll naturally open up dialogue and you'll be sharing with them you know a couple facts about yourself um, but really make a point to just learn about that person to remember um, and to remember that those facts about them okay that'll kind of get us breaking the ice and just just getting out of our comfort zone if you're anything like me sometimes it's just a struggle to you know, I'm standing in line and you know I want to talk to the person next to me or behind me or in front of me but you know we're We're so so caught up in ourselves or some of us are caught up in our phones, etc. And, you know, we don't actually speak up and conversate with the people right around us. So this is kind of getting us used to doing that, being being more uh, extroverted, if you will. And if you're introverted, congratulations, you're going to accept this challenge um, and you're going to pass with flying colors. Don't you worry. It takes practice. Um, So don't you worry about that. So. Uh, from there, we're going to go ahead and go into uh, a few scriptures here. Uh, the first one will be from 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. It says, But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Always got to be ready, folks. Always. But we do it with gentleness and respect. I love that. It's so key to remember. All right. The next one will be from Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. It says, Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. That's so good. We can live by that each and every day. And that definitely takes some emotional intelligence as well. You know, when it talks about that you may know how to answer everyone, because you're going to come in different circumstances, as you know, different encounters where. They're not going to be the same. They're not going to be cookie cutter. Uh, so having that emotional intelligence um, and God's, God's guidance in those and discernment will definitely help us there. Okay. Next scripture will be from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. It says, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power. Love and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Can't be ashamed, folks. We can't be ashamed. We can't be timid. That's not what that Holy Spirit lives inside of us. It doesn't give us this sense of being timid. It gives us that power and that love Um, in that sound mind or self-discipline. Amen. All right, next scripture from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. It says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. That's so good, folks. You see, you don't ever know who you're really talking to. You know, God could have placed that angel right in, in your path just to test you. It could be a homeless person. It could be a, you know, coat and tie business person. We'd never know. So this is to show hospitality to strangers. Amen. All right, next one will be 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Amen. Amen. We got three more. Uh, Next one's from Romans chapter 10, verses 14 and 15. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. I remember going to Nigeria, Africa and seeing these remote villages. I mean, it was miles and miles away from the closest town. It was so far out there that I met a family where the woman of the home would travel seven miles one way just to get water. She carried the vase all the way down and all the way back just to have water for the day for her family. So those remote places, you know, how are they going to believe in someone that they haven't heard about? You know, without someone actually preaching to them, how are they supposed to know? God calls us to preach and to bring that good news. Amen. Matthew chapter 18, verses 12 through 14. says, what do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the 99 that did not wander off. In the same way, your father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. That's so good. Reminds you, you know, the prodigal son where, you know, you celebrate when they come back to Christ. But it's that one, you know, every soul matters. Every soul counts to Christ. So it should matter to us, amen? All right, and the last scripture we're going to look at here is Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 and 16. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. We are the light of the world, folks. We can't be hiding and being too shy and too afraid and too nervous and too embarrassed to share our faith and to really take a stand. We have to be we have to be bold and courageous in that. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for just this wonderful day and just bringing life to each of us. Lord, I just ask that your word opens our minds and our hearts. Lord, just allow us to take that next step in courage and boldness so that we can share our faith with confidence, Lord, for you are on our side. If you are for us, who can be against us? We trust you, we love you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, question for you. How would you respond if someone asked you, why do you believe in God? Just think about that. Someone came up to you right now and just asked you, why do you believe in God? Just think about that. You see, on the regular basis, if we can be honest with ourselves, many times we struggle to share our faith. You know, some of us may be the only Christian in our family, or you may work in a secular field where most of your friends don't even attend church. Right? We find ourselves living in a position of wanting to share our faith with everyone, but we also don't want to push our beliefs on other people either. So just to put you at ease, you are not alone in this. Trust me, you know, even as a strong believer myself I, and I'm relatively open about my faith, you know I still find it difficult sometimes to challenge my friends, challenge my family about their spirituality. I mean the struggle is real, as a biblical example in the book of Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah seemed to be having similar struggles, you know God had asked him to share his words with a whole nation who had turned away from God. And even though it was clearly God's will, Jeremiah still felt like no one was listening to him. But that doesn't mean that he gave up. Jeremiah proclaimed God's word to a rebellious nation for many years. See, I'm not sure if it ever gets easy to share your personal faith, especially with people you know. But if we're willing to speak up, And we ask God for the opportunity, it will come. Usually at the time we least expect it, right? But when that time does come, we need to be able to put into words what God has done in our lives and have the courage to speak the words when that opportunity does come. I call those divine appointments. And, you know, it's it's definitely a risky, dangerous prayer to pray, But it's the most fulfilling, it's the most exciting, right? And you wake up in the morning and say, Lord, use me. Pour divine appointments in my path. Cross my path with someone that needs to hear the gospel. Or I want to share my testimony today, God. Put someone in my path so I can do that. You pray like that in the mornings, watch out. But it's a good watch out, right? It's that good dangerous prayer. Because he's going to surely answer that one. Amen. As he answers all. Uh, all our prayers, for sure, so just thinking about you know when someone asks us, you know why do you believe in God? Just think about you know how do we, through practical ways and conversations, share our faith how do what does that actually look like when we 're sharing our faith with someone, and you can brainstorm that to yourself, you know one thing one thing that always. It always comes very natural. Is really just sharing your testimony. It doesn't have to be the twenty-minute version of your testimony. You can just hit the key highlights, you know. Depending on, and that's where that emotional intelligence comes in. That's where that discernment comes in, God's wisdom, right? When you're encountering someone, you're conversating with them. God will God will open that little small doorway, right? You know, you, when you're in conversation, and boom, something something is mentioned in conversation. Where you're like, yep, this is my this is my My perfect chance to introduce Christ, right? You have to be aware. Look for those moments. Look for those points in conversation and in that dialogue. Um, Another way that you can do even beforehand, you know, just sit down and just take some notes on what the highlights of your testimony actually are. You know, you could be a Christian for 20 years now. I've been a Christian for about seven and a half years, and, you know, it is, it's is—it's refreshing to kind of go back and figure out, okay, what is my testimony? It's, a lot of us have multiple testimonies where God has shown up, right? He's hes healed us. We've seen miracles um, in our family, in our friends, in ourselves, right, in our own lives. So we have plenty of uh, evidence, so to speak. We have plenty of testimonies to share. But really just kind of... Uh, condensing it or bringing out the highlights so that they're so fresh in your mind and you can be you know straightforward straight to the point and then be able to elaborate as the dialogue progresses so those are just some practical ways to approach that okay now if not today sometime this week it could be that same person that you encountered with your icebreaker challenge, you know, where you've learned about you know three facts about that person. But if it was a complete stranger and you may not ever see them again, that's okay. You, you pick someone else. But if it is someone, maybe a coworker or someone you haven't talked to in a while, you could definitely use that person for this exercise as well. Um, you wanna find someone and um, you wanna practice. You wanna practice sharing your faith. Now, another way it could be really cool Um, especially if you're listening to this in a small group or with another person, you can actually just partner up right there in your group, partner up with someone in your family someone in your church or in your close friend group and have them pretend to be a non-believer. Um, and then you will practice sharing your faith. And if, you know, if you want to flip the script and then you be the non-believer and then they try to practice sharing their faith with you, you can do that as well. You see, because the more, the more we practice, the more natural it will become. Amen. So that is, that is your challenge this week. Uh, If you don't do it today, you can do it sometime this week. But practice, practice, practice. It, you know, and, and I, I definitely, you know, I don't ever preach anything I don't practice, right? I'm always looking for opportunities. Um always always keep my eyes on you know there may be some days or some weeks where you don't share it as often or you know you you know you're working 60 70 hours that week or you're swamped with schoolwork and you're stressed or you're sick or or you're doing ministry in other ways i mean that's so cool but it's so important to remember to share our faith um especially when it's that divine appointment you know god puts you there for that reason he's like why else would i be stuck on the side of the road or um standing at this gas pump and there's a person right there pumping gas and we're there just awkwardly standing there for at least two minutes pumping gas right both of our tanks were on ease plenty of time right to just 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 open up the dialogue and even if even if you don't get to, you know, preach the gospel, so to speak, or really share your testimony, just ex- just expressing kind words, a warm smile, um, some encouragement maybe, those things go a long way, especially to non believers. Um, they're like, man, you know, see, because the more we show love, since God is love, the more we show love, the more we show God. So, People are able to see and feel God just through our love, our love and kindness, our love through our actions, whatever that is. It goes a lot further than we realize. And those are the seeds that we plant. And God is able to water those seeds later on down the road. And you think 10 years from now, somebody at the gas station is now you know, a missionary in another country and it's like, wow, where you see them and they're serving right in your church. You're like, wow, to think that just that day, you know, changed their life and you didn't even know it. So don't overlook those small opportunities. Amen. Um, So let's just close out in prayer. Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful for your love, for your mercy, for your grace. Lord, I just ask that you embolden us, give us that courage, Lord God, and be there every step of the way as we step out in faith, that we step out in trusting that you're going to be there. You're going to give us those words to speak in those divine appointments, God. Lord, just provide those opportunities for us so that we can continue to practice and continue to be your hands and feet in this world. Lord, we love you, we trust you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.